0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900-CHML. Talking about the NFL, we are entering the final week in what has been a really a wild and wacky season. The Buffalo Bills are AFC East champions for the first time in in a generation, and Stefan Diggs is liking what he's seeing in Buffalo.
1: I'm really just, you know, basking in the ambiance of everybody. and You know, I got a young quarterback that's balling. You know, so much going on, and I kind of keep it in the focus of, you know, week to week, you know, take whatever they give you and just be thankful for everything, how everything's shaking out.
0: Yeah, the Bills are making their fans want to shout, and for all the right reasons. It's been (laughs) a couple of decades of shouting for all the wrong reasons. Uh, Hey, there are still many playoff spots to be locked down, and the NFL MVP race is really between two quarterbacks. It's been, as I said, just a crazy, crazy season, especially with COVID factored in. No training camps. The draft was virtual. Uh, What a 2020 it has been. Andy McNamara is an NFL sports host, analyst, and writer for Sportsnet, and he joins us now. Andy, good morning.
1: Rick, how's it going, man? I'm Good. good.
0: How are you? Very good. Very good, sir. The NFL, I don't think, could have planned a more intriguing Week 17 as we enter the final weekend of the season
1: no you're you're definitely right and what's a large part of that is because the tweaks that they've done this year you add the extra wild card spot in and you take away the extra bye week for the top two seeds because in every year before this it was you had the six teams you had the couple wild cards and the two top teams in each conference had the bye. Well this year of course right you have the number 1 seed gets the bye you add the extra wild card i love that style because it just makes for more interesting storylines going into that final weekend, because you don't have as many teams having to sit players or nothing to play for. There are so many different tiebreaker scenarios in both conferences trying to get that final wildcard spot. I think it's a a great situation how they put it out there, and I hope they keep that one going forward.
0: So I want to talk about a couple of uh, intriguing uh, showdowns, really, because we have the NFC East the lackluster NFC least, uh, where the Eagles have been eliminated. We know that. But one of the Cowboys, the Giants, or the Washington football team will win the division. Washington is at Philadelphia this weekend, um, and uh, the Cowboys and uh, Giants are going to tussle as well in New York. Which team is finally going to put its flag down and say we are NFC East Jims?
1: Oh, man, isn't that the worst? You have teams, you have divisions battling, right? You got the AFC North where you have three teams at 10 wins and and a team under 500. The best you can do is get seven wins to win the NFC East. What a disaster. I think when we look at it, I would would say Washington, but now you have the Dwayne Haskins thing. He's gone. Uh, Alex Smith might not play. You got a third stringer in there. I think really when you look at it, this could line up for the Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton, while you know he, he's not Dak Prescott, that team is not the same as it was with him, but very quietly, the Cowboys have won three in a row. Andy Dalton's starting to click, and he can at least bring out some of the talent group in that Cowboys offense that we, we didn't see under guys, when they were just plugging guys in when Dalton was out, Ben DiNucci, and uh, Garrett Gilbert and all that type of thing so when we look at it now the Giants are a tough out okay especially if they get healthy that's a tough out I would say if it's me with Daniel Jones still not 100% got that that, that ankle that hammy issue I think the Cowboys get it done I think we're going to see after all the after almost a mutiny coming out uh, what was it week three or four in Dallas I think we see the Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East
0: that would be such an amazing story, that's for sure. It, really, any team that wins it, whether it's the Giants, Washington, or Dallas, I mean, the story is extraordinary because they have so many huge flaws, uh, but they have some good parts to those teams as well. Going to the AFC, and this is where it's been uh, you know, such a thrill ride for a bunch of teams that are still trying to lock down their playoff position. Uh, we have uh, the Colts, the Titans, the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Browns, one of those teams is not getting in, and they could all be eleven wins plus. How crazy is that?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that's what's so wild. And compare compare that to the NFC East, where you got a team under five hundred that's going to win the division, and you could very well have an eleven team win miss the playoffs based on tiebreakers, which is which is crazy. So when we look at that at at that uh, sort of combination of teams and possibilities, okay, like. You can make a case for against all of them, right? Like, that's what's so interesting going into this weekend. Titans and Colts, you can make a case. One of them's going to the, – the Browns, the Ravens, right? You can, you can see paths to all these teams winning or losing, and that's what makes this extra wild card spot so intriguing. I think it's a really good job by the NFL, again, for putting that in because it gives us all these extra storylines. And then you couple in. All right, the Browns are playing the Steelers. They're going to be resting Ben Roethlisberger in starters. How do they respond? For the Bills, they got the the two-seed right now. Uh, The Dolphins need to win. That's an interdivisional battle. How's that going to go? Ravens-Bengals. Well, the the Ravens should stomp on the Bengals, but Cincinnati put the boots to the Steelers a couple weeks ago. So you have all those different types of scenarios. Colts-Jags. Are are the Jaguars going to play spoiler? Who who knows, right? And, And then you look at the Titans and Texans. Well, you know, not a whole lot to play for for the Texans, but when you have Deshaun Watson, you always have a chance. So, so again, this is going to be really interesting scoreboard watching all the way through because that Titans uh, Texans game 425. So really, we we won't know necessarily how the AFC playoff picture wraps up till about what. 7, 7.30 on Sunday night.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. The uh, Buccaneers, with Tom Brady at the helm, have locked down a playoff position. His former team, the Patriots, uh, mm-hmm. were eliminated a couple of weeks ago by Miami. Would the Pats be a playoff team this year if Brady was still in New England?
1: I think they probably would be right in that conversation with all the teams battling for that final wild card spot. Because there's just not a lot of talent, right, Rick? There just isn't. You know, the, the running game, players are banged up. Jacoby Myers, nice player. I dig him. But him and Nikhil Harry, are they a number one? No. And finally, um, the, the lack of attention that Bill Belichick and the front office paid to putting weapons around a Tom Brady finally showed up, right? You take away Brady and you put somebody in, Cam Newton coming off of injury, doesn't know the system. And this is what happens. So the Patriots have a ton of cap space. I think it's the fourth most going into this offseason. Let's see what Belichick can do because they haven't drafted well at wide receiver. You know, and Tom Brady covered up a lot of those ills. So this is a huge off season because the Patriots, with all that money, get it right, they could be right back at the top of the conversation. But I'm just fascinated to see what do you do at quarterback? You gotta bring Cam back. He didn't look great. Clearly, Jared Stidham, they're not confident in him if they're a Carson Wentz landing spot what about a Jimmy Garoppolo is he the guy still in San Francisco you have movable parts maybe like a Matt Ryan if they're going to rebuild in Atlanta or Kirk Cousins in Minnesota so many moving parts and the Patriots got to be right at the front of that because if they don't get if they cheap out at quarterback or go just the the guy route um you know we're, we're good. could be seeing the Patriots missing the playoffs again in 2021.
0: Let's not forget, too, that, uh, you know, eight Patriots players opted out uh, due to COVID-19, yep. so that was obviously a factor as well. Absolutely. Andy Andy McNamara is an NFL fantasy sports host, analyst, and writer for Sportsnet, joining us here on The Bill Kelly Show on 980 CFPL London, 900 CHML Hamilton. Rick in for Bill today. Um, the NFL MVP race, it's, it, it's to me, and I think most people would agree, Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers and Kansas City's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, coin flip, or does one have the edge?
1: Boy, I'd say it's almost a coin flip, Rick. I really would. I think, like, when you look at, you know, you you can't deny the talent of of Patrick Mahomes, right? Just, Just absolutely incredible. But the year that you see that Aaron Rodgers has had as well in, and this was, remember, coming in. This season was, okay, well, hey, the Packers drafted Jordan Love, didn't give Aaron Rodgers a lot of help in the draft, immediate help on his side of the ball. And he kind of, like, Aaron Rodgers, to me, sort of reminds me of, if you have an older dog and you bring in a puppy and it sort of juices up the old dog, like, Oh, hold, hold, hold on now. I'm not done yet. Hold on, hold on. And it just seems like Aaron Rodgers has really just been so incredible this year, what he's been able to do. And, and you look 44 touchdowns to five interceptions, just ridiculous. Um, I think it is a coin flip because you have Patrick Mahomes, uh, approaching the 5000 yard mark 4740 and you got Aaron Rodgers just eclipsed the, the 4000 mark but has more touchdowns so yeah to me uh, you know Rodgers QB rating's higher um, I think it is truly a coin flip and out of those two I don't I, I don't see how anyone could really be upset one way or the other
0: it has been a phenomenal 2020. Certainly uh, come Super Bowl time in February, it should be a, uh, a crazy show with or without fans. We still don't know at this point, but uh, 2020 has certainly been a memorable year. Andy, thanks for uh, looking back and looking ahead for us uh, today, and uh, we wish you all the best uh, next year.
1: Absolutely, Rick. You too.
0: Andy McNamara, NFL fantasy sports host, analyst, and writer for Sportsnet, uh, thinking or at least reflecting on what has been just a remarkable 2020 season. And uh, I should add, by the way, and you know what? I should have asked Andy about this because he's a Cleveland Browns fan, but Johnny Manziel, former Browns, former Ty Cats, former Olouettes quarterback, is um, back or at least heading back to the football field. He has apparently announced that he's going to join a startup league called Fan-Controlled Football. I don't know anything about it other than it's 7-on-7, and it kicks off in February. So, um, (laughs) I mean, he hasn't played in a while. He's never been as good as he was in his college days, but he's still obviously, obviously, a a big name and uh, an intriguing individual. We'll leave it at that. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900-CHML.